Here's today's transformational truth. Forgiveness is a gift that you give yourself. Welcome to the Transformational Truth Podcast, where we're committed to eliminating the obstacles that take the joy out of life and leadership. Hello, everybody, and welcome back. So here's today's transformational truth. Forgiveness is a gift that you give yourself. We're continuing the sixth part in our series, Seven Deadly Thoughts, based on my book. And today, we're going to learn how to conquer the sixth deadly thought that will limit your life, the thought that forgiveness is optional. So I've met and counseled with great church-going people who absolutely refuse to forgive someone who hurt them. And when I explained the dangers of their decisions not to forgive, they would often respond by saying, but you don't know how bad they hurt me. You don't know what they did to me. You just, you just don't understand, Pastor Travis, how bad it got. Listen, I get it. It is painful to be hurt, and nobody wants to be hurt again. But when it comes to pain, the most dangerous thing in life isn't getting hurt. It's staying hurt. Because hurt people end up hurting people. Rejected people end up rejecting people. And wounded people, you guessed it, end up wounding people. The cycle is vicious, and the appetite of unforgiveness is insatiable. Okay, remember, it's inevitable that you're going to get hurt, but it is optional to stay hurt. And even after I walked hurting people through God's call to forgive, and, and most, most importantly, the benefits of forgiveness, they somehow thought those truths did not apply to their situation. Because when we're hurt, we always think that we are the exception to the rule. And please hear my heart. I, I'm not speaking in a spirit of condemnation. I understand what it feels like to be deeply wounded. I am appealing to you. Please release yourself from the pain of your past by forgiving the people that hurt you. Okay, because unless we make an active choice to forgive and release the person or the people that offended us, this stronghold of unforgiveness will become firmly established in our mind, and it will eventually prevent us from building healthy relationships or giving and receiving love. It'll keep us from fulfilling our God-given purpose. It will absolutely rob us of every ounce of peace and joy in our lives. And holding on to offenses and, and refusing to forgive will eventually produce these bitter roots in our hearts. And listen, none of us are immune to the consequences of harboring unforgiveness. I mean, unforgiveness typically, it seduces us by offering us this illusion of escape. Okay, and, and it doesn't discriminate. Unforgiveness pays no attention to age, race, gender, or education. I have discovered, as I'm sure you have, that uh, the host of unforgiveness can be a son or a daughter, a mother or a grandmother. Uh, it, they can be rich or poor. They can be guilty or innocent. They can be sinner or they can be saint. When it comes to unforgiveness, everything it promises to you is exactly what it takes from you. It will find you full, but I promise you it will leave you empty. 
In fact, over in Matthew chapter 18, Peter asks Jesus, how many times should we forgive each other? Seven times? To which Jesus replies, no, Peter, 70 times seven. Forgiveness is the culture of the kingdom of God. And then in an effort to illustrate to us the vital importance of forgiveness in God's kingdom, Jesus tells us a parable. And in the parable, the king extends forgiveness to his servant who owed the king a very, very deep debt. But the servant turned around and demanded that another servant pay his debt. And when he begged for mercy, the forgiven servant refused to forgive. And the scripture says that the man was handed over to the torturers until the debt was paid. Unforgiveness convinces people that by refusing to forgive someone who's hurt them, that they're hurting them back. In reality, we're only sacrificing our own sense of peace and joy in our lives. Remember, forgiveness is a gift that you give yourselves. And look, I'm not suggesting that when you give forgiveness, that you restore trust, because trust has to be built. I'm also not suggesting that by giving forgiveness, you restore unrestricted access to your life. That's not what I'm suggesting either, because in many cases, that would not be wise. What I am suggesting is that you give yourself the gift of forgiveness, and by doing so, you release yourself from the people that have hurt you. It's impossible to move forward in life if you're constantly looking backwards at the people and the places of your pain. So what are some of the symptoms of unforgiveness? Let's take a look at some right now. Did you know, number one, this symptom is often not a symptom that we connect with this concept of emotional health and forgiveness, but specifically sickness. Did you know that unforgiveness is classified in the medical books as a disease? It's true. It's reported that 61% of cancer patients have forgiveness issues. In fact, Stephen Stanford, the chief of surgery at the Cancer Treatment Centers of America, reports that unforgiveness is known to get and keep people sick. That is a direct quote. Uh, They've actually started implementing something called forgiveness therapy in cancer patients. It's a means to help them beat cancer because unforgiveness puts us at a disadvantage when fighting this disease. Unforgiveness is also proven to cause stress, anxiety, depression, uh, premature aging, high blood pressure. And refusing to forgive someone is like drinking poison and then wishing the other person would die. <laughs> That's just not how this works. Forgiveness is a gift that you, cannot af- you can't afford to not give. Okay, let me say that again. Forgiveness is a gift that you can't afford not to give. Release the people that hurt you. The second symptom of unforgiveness is bitterness. Okay, unforgiveness produces a bitter root in our hearts. Hebrews chapter 12 and verse 15 says, Watch out that no poisonous root of bitterness grows up to trouble you, corrupting many. And roots of bitterness have a way of growing and choking the love out of your relationships and choking the love out of your friendships and your marriage. You cannot compartmentalize unforgiveness. And I think sometimes that's what we think. We think, well, you know, it's just that one person or it's just that one situation and it's not going to impact or, or affect the rest of my lives. But it's not true. These roots of bitterness grow up in our heart, and specifically, it says they're going to trouble you, corrupting many. In other words, it's going to affect your other relationships. You can't compartmentalize it to that that one place in your life or that one spot in your heart where you've got hurt. Eventually, your spouse is going to feel that bitterness. Eventually, your children, if you have a family, they're going to feel it. 
The people you work with are going to begin to feel it. They're going to sense that this, this, this bitterness coming out in your tone, in your life, in your attitude, in your voice, in the way you build relationships. To the point that which was once full of life can suddenly seem to be withering because bitterness is taking over our hearts. Okay, listen to me carefully. The stronghold of unforgiveness will attempt to convince you that you can contain it, but you can't. Those bitter roots choke out the love in all of our relationships, okay? It chokes the peace and the joy out of our lives until we find ourselves blaming everyone around us, not realizing that it's not the people around us, it's the root of bitterness within us. All right, let's talk about the third symptom that unforgiveness might be living in our heart, a victim's mindset, okay? So a victim's mindset drastically poisons our perceptions, causing us to see ourselves from the point of pain instead of through the eyes of the Father as someone who is victorious, okay? And this is important because it doesn't just happen in the instance of legitimate hurt. But when I adopt a victim's mindset, it happens across the spectrum of my life. I see myself as a victim in all situations. I see everything is happening to me. I see, you know, the, the deck is stacked against me. And, and when we've adopted this victim's mindset, we start living chronically offended, where we're never going to be happy unless there's something, something to be unhappy about. Okay, you'll view everything through this lens of offense and chronically think in terms of what everyone else around you owes you. And we end up judging ourselves based on our intentions, but we judge everyone else based on their actions. Let's look at one more symptom of unforgiveness, and that is blame. Listen, blame is the language of unforgiveness. Okay, let me say that again. Blame is the language of unforgiveness. The moment I start blaming is the moment I stop growing and going forward. Language like, it's your fault. You did this to me. I hate you. Listen, blame is the language of bitterness. And it's a language spoken after the stronghold of unforgiveness has been established in our minds and our hearts. I read an article about five or six years ago that examined patients in a hospital and they were struggling with mental, uh, mental illness. And uh, I was shocked to read statistics in that article that pointed to the influence of unforgiveness. It actually stated that over 80% of the patients in this specific facility would have actually been able to go home and find a place of wellness if they would just do one thing. Can you guess what it is? Forgive somebody in their life. Wow. In essence, it was unforgiveness that was holding them back and preventing them from being well. Listen, forgiveness is a gift that you give yourself, and it's a gift that you can't afford not to give. Release the people that hurt you. When you release the people that hurt you, you're not releasing them from their responsibility for their actions. That's not, what, that's not what's happening here. What you're doing is releasing yourself from those actions, okay? So how do we break free from unforgiveness? Well, I think there's two keys to breaking the stronghold of unforgiveness in our lives. Number one is realize how much we have been forgiven. It is amazing how quickly we can forget how much God, our Father, has forgiven us. 
Oh, goodness. Initially, at the moment of receiving forgiveness, there's this incredible sense of gratitude when we're born again, when we put our faith in Jesus and we, we receive the forgiveness of our sins. But over time, that revelation of our own forgiveness can fade. And when we start to forget how much Christ has forgiven us, we minimize the importance of forgiving others. Did you know the Bible says that if we broke any one of the 613 laws of God, that we have broken all of them? Wow, think about that for a minute, because that's what our record looked like in heaven. Anytime you broke one, you broke 613. Whew. That means that we were all notorious and chronic lawbreakers, totally and completely guilty thousands and thousands of times over of breaking God's law. Our rap sheet was long, and we were all multiple offenders. But do you know what the good news is? Colossians chapter 2 and verse 14. This is the Passion Translation. I love this verse. He canceled out every legal violation we had on our record. And the old arrest warrant that stood to indict us, he erased it all. Our sins, our stained soul, he deleted it all, and they cannot be retrieved. Everything we once were in Adam has been placed into his cross and nailed permanently there as a display of cancellation. Wow. All of our sins have been eternally forgiven, past, present, yes, and future. And when we realize how much we've been forgiven, we also ask ourselves, who am I who has received so much to withhold so little? Wow. So realize how much we've been forgiven. And number two, realize that forgiveness is a gift that you give yourself. Listen, unforgiveness promises protection, but that protection becomes your prison. Forgiveness doesn't release the other person from the responsibility of what they did to you. It releases you from what they did to you. And without forgiveness, we all become prisoners of our past. Okay, we can't move forward if we're always looking backwards. If we're always thinking backwards, we'll end up always living backwards, trying to get even, uh, trying to make somebody pay. And all of our energy will be pointed back at the person or the situation where we got hurt. Oh, and those walls that we built around our heart to protect us actually become, become our prison. We can't escape it. We stay there. We stay stuck there. Listen to me. Forgiveness is a gift that you give yourself. The moment you begin to forgive, something happens. And listen to me carefully. Forgiveness itself is a process. It's true. It's absolutely true. Okay, it's not you just wake up and decide uh, that that person is forgiven. What you do is you wake up and decide, I want to forgive. This is where we begin. By saying, I want to forgive that person. Jesus, help me to forgive the person that hurt me. And you begin this journey of genuinely from your heart forgiving the people that hurt you. And, and, and depending upon the situation, uh, who it was that hurt you, how the pain happened, it can, take, it can take, in many cases, many months to really work through this process of forgiveness. Okay. And listen, the goal is not to forgive and to forget. Forgetting is probably never going to happen. The goal is to forgive and to heal. As a matter of fact, the evidence that you truly have forgiven someone is not that you have forgotten. It's that you can remember and it doesn't hurt anymore. Wow. And some of you are listening to that and you're thinking, man, I would love to get there. Travis, I would love to get to that place that you're talking about, but I just don't see how it's possible. Listen, I promise you it's possible. Uh, I, I, listen, I've been hurt. I've been... Uh, and sometimes unintentionally, just like all of us, or sometimes intentionally hurt by other people uh, that I cared about. I know what it feels like 
to wake up morning after morning and feel that intense pain of being wounded. And I'm here to tell you that there's hope. I'm here to tell you that you don't have to work through this journey of forgiveness by yourself. Christ is for you. He is with you and he abides in you, believer. Okay. Now listen, give yourself time and be patient with yourself in the journey, but don't use the excuse that it's hard to forgive to avoid the process, right? It's a journey. And every day you've got to wake up and remind yourself, hey, I've decided to forgive and with God's help, I'm going to forgive. And here's another thing. It is possible to have forgiven someone, but still be healing from the pain of the wound. Okay. And so don't beat yourself up because you still feel pain. The fact that you feel pain is actually evidence that your heart is still soft. <laughs> the fact that you feel pain is evidence that uh, there's, there's no walls around your heart. The, the fact that you feel pain is evidence that you're still able to give and receive love. Okay, feeling pain doesn't make you uh, less worthy or less of a believer or uh, doesn't mean you have less value. Feeling pain means you're alive. Feeling pain means that your heart is tender. Feeling pain means that your heart is still open to relationship. That's a, that's, that's a good thing. Okay, so don't beat yourself up and think, well, what's wrong with me? Why do I still hurt? I thought I forgave them. You know, it's really possible to forgive them and still have pain in your heart. Well, how do I know the difference, Travis? Well, you know the difference because when you see that person or you're around that person, you don't have malice in your heart towards them. Okay, you don't want anything bad to happen. You're not thinking about ways to get even or, or thinking in punitive thoughts. How, how am I going to make sure they feel the same pain I felt? You're not thinking that. You just have pain. You're just hurting. Okay, stay in the process. Because it's possible to forgive and still feel the pain of the wound, but it's not possible to embrace unforgiveness and heal. Let me say that again. Okay, it is possible for you to actually forgive someone that hurt you, but still need to heal from the wound. But it's not possible to embrace unforgiveness and heal from the wound. Let's recap today's transformational truth. Forgiveness is a gift that you give yourself. Listen, if you'd like to grab your own copy of Seven Deadly Thoughts, you can find it online at Amazon. And if transformational truths is helpful to you, please do me a favor. Would you take a moment, go over to Apple iTunes, rate the show, and write us a quick review. I want to help you restore the joy to your life and leadership. I'll see you next time.